Hey, beautiful souls. This is Tanique with Denise. Welcome to Queen's Elevation Station with Tanique with Denise. We had challenges. We had yeah. arguments. We had difficult. We even, right, little yeah. fights. You said fights? Yeah, you, yeah, it wasn't fights. It was like, it was an argument. Arguments yeah. Serious fight. arguments. Yeah. We had to yeah. learn each other. And we took the time to learn each other. But here's the thing. today we are talking about spousal support personally and professionally and I have a special guest my life partner husband best friend lover all of the above yeah. Les, L-E-S, Low East Side. <laughs> my husband he is joining us today because we are talking about spousal support personally and professionally and what better way to bring in this topic than to bring my partner who provides spousal support so we're going to be just talking about our journey together to hopefully inspire someone out there and let y'all know it's not always perfect but it's real and that's all that matters let's just jump right in we're going to jump we're going to jump in we're going to jump in Feet first. Feet first. Feet first? Okay. Feet or head? <laughs> so, it's let's go back to 2016. Oh 15, my. 16. Oh, my goodness. That's a right. long time ago. It's a long time ago. But we're going to go back there. <clears throat> and at that time, I was, let's see, 35. About 35 years old in 2015. And I was a single mom. I had a very demanding career with the city of New York. Loved my career, worked really hard to get to my position as a manager. So definitely was focused on my career. I was sick of men <laughs> and their shenanigans. I was just focused on me. And prior to us meeting, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I had decided to just literally pour into me like I was done dating I was just like let me do all the things I need to do for me I was getting healthy I was eating good I was feeling good I was actually when we met I was with my homegirl say shout out mm -hmm. to you say if you're watching a we was with a Aaron A was the bartender a was the bartender and I was just hanging out with friends and I went out with my homegirl and we were having a couple of cocktails and I looked across the bar and I was like. She had that twinkle in her eye. I did. I was like, who's that? <laughs> Who is that? I had that fresh cut. I just got off work, had that fresh lineup from the Dominican cat out there. And uh, I was just sitting there at the bar just chilling. And I seen her coming from the bathroom, and I was like, who is this? Right, because when I left to go to the bathroom, there was nobody there. And then when I came back, he was sitting there, and I was just like, oh, we got company. Because it was a, like a Sunday afternoon. It was a very slow day. So I sat down, and I thought he was very handsome, and I was like, hi. <laughs> I said hello first. I spoke first. Okay. 
he hates to admit that because I, I like to say I bagged him bagged him I guess but nah I spoke first and the reason I wanted to mention that is because I do see a lot of conversations about how women you know deal with dating and and approaching men when they're out and about with their girls or alone and blah 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 here's the thing there are no rules right do what feels right and do it classy so I of course had some what they call it, liquid courage. <laughs> and I was just like, hello. It, just a simple word, like, hey, how you doing? And he spoke back, and then we just started talking. She said, what's your name? What's I, your name? I told him my name, and we started talking. Then she said, what's your name? Oh, goodness. I said, oh, man. But that didn't stop me from talking to her, because she was pretty. She had a Brooklyn Nets uh, hoodie on, black hoodie with some blue jeans and some heels. I said, look at this thing here. <laughs> He's so old school. So uh, yes, yeah. yes, it was a very chill day. And looking back on it now, it definitely was just things lining up that I would never even know at that time, right? So what were you doing at that time? Like, I know I was single, I was- I was single, I was, uh, I was out of a relationship. I was living, you know, living uh, by myself and just trying to figure things out. And and I, I prayed to God that the next woman, you know, that I date or whatever, I wanted her to be something else. And that's what I got. Wow. Okay. You know? And when God answered my prayers, I just had, I laughed. I was like, God, you funny. He said, well, that's what you asked for. So my thing is when you pray for something, you know, and, it, and God presented it to you, presents it to you, don't, don't back up. Don't back away because that's what you prayed for. And my prayers were answered. Okay. Amen. Yeah. Yes. You got to acknowledge those prayers yeah. and, and don't run from them. Right. Don't run. Don't run. Yeah. So you yeah. said you were single, mm. technically single. I was single technically, but I was legally still married. Yeah. You listening? I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. No, I was still, I was still legally married to, uh, my, uh, first wife. Uh, and, um, I don't think at that time I even had explored divorce or anything like that until we met. Of course, because I wasn't having it. <laughs> I was like, okay. And after, you know, we were dating for a while, we explored uh, divorce, uh, how to go about it. And I actually did it myself. You know, that, that worked out. And after the divorce was final, you know, things... Don't rush. No, you you speeding up. Don't go too fast. Okay. You speeding up. So here's the thing. I know there has also been conversations. This is a very popular conversation about women who date married men mm -hmm. who are separated or going through something. How, however you want to, you know, frame it. For me personally, the only reason I considered dating him, seeing him, exploring a connection with him is because him and his wife have been separated, like living in different states, 
living completely different lives for years. Like I was not the first girlfriend after their split, right? Like he had relationships. He was dating, seeing people after they split up. So when I came along, he was legally married, but literally separated to the point where he left no room for, is it possible they and could reconciliate? No right. No possibilities of reconciliation. So I know sometimes men present themselves like, yeah, I'm married, but we're not getting along. I sleep in a different bedroom. Uh-uh. We're not doing that. Nah. Right? No. We're not doing yeah. that. Been there, done that. But yeah. that's for another conversation, right? But with him, it was he had his own space. He was living by himself. And him and his wife had not lived together for years. And he dated after that. I did not, I do not ever want to be at that time the woman that you date after you leave your wife like because yeah. you never know they may reconciliate they may figure out they want to be together it's a very risky situation but for me personally I do not date married men I did not date married men back then however because of his you specific, made an exception I made an exception because of your circumstance honestly so and you had that twinkle in your eye when you first met me, <laughs> and I still got it. I still got that twinkle in my eye. That's still got I, it. That's what I like. So we met, right? We met, and I told part of me dating, even though I was like kind of done with relationships, but I was like, you know, I can date, I can meet somebody and hang out. When we were hanging out, one of our first conversations, I was like, I'm moving to North Carolina, and why did I share that with him? Obviously, I saw something in him that possibly could go further, but we had decided we would just be friends. However, I wanted him to know my plans because I was adamant. I was leaving New York City as much as my career was thriving, as much as I had a connection, like a network. I had friends. I had family. I knew my time was up in New York and I needed to share that because some men that I had dated was like, oh, I would never leave New York. So imagine wanting to move out of New York or out of wherever you live and the person that you date is like, oh, I'm not leaving here. Does that sound like somebody you should pursue a relationship with? No. Mm -mm. <laughs> They're not, I mean, this, the topic of the show is spousal support, right? Personally and professionally. So if I want to move out of New York and you don't, that's conflict initially off the gate, off the bat, right? So mm -hmm. it was very... <laughs> nice <laughs> to hear that when I said I'm moving out of New York what did you say do you remember what you said to I me? said let's go two words period that's like, it let's go. That's and he had already lived out of New York so this was not his first time this wouldn't have been his first time moving out right like he had lived in Virginia you lived yeah. anywhere else that just was just Virginia. it just Virginia. Virginia so he lived in Virginia so he had already experienced what it was like to move out of New York and he knew what it was so mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let's move forward. So I mentioned that because, ladies, when you are dating, date with intention, right? Have your standard. And when you have your standard, it's okay to share it because you will see where a person's mindset is. And his mindset was open to move, was open to change, was open to, right, a new life. So check. But was that like me jumping? Like, I didn't jump no, overboard at that point. No, you, you didn't jump overboard because, see, what, what people got to understand is what you put out there in the universe, it will come back to you some way, somehow. And I, I think I, I think I remember mentioning this to you, how I had said, I think it was time for me to get out of New York or leave New York. 
in one of my Facebook posts or yes. something like that. Yes. And so when you presented that, it was like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no if ands or buts about it. We didn't like we had a plan, and I think at that time we were already uh, uh, we were saving money together, and um, but we didn't know what it was for. We was, we were just saving money, like the five thousand dollar plan thing. Oh no, we knew what it was for. I have the paper. It was oh. to move. Oh, it was we to so, move? yes. Oh, okay. Once we decided, we were living together at that point. He moved in with me to my co-op and we had been talking about a future at that point because we're not living together just to live together like when we decided to live together we decided we were going to be together we decided that this was a relationship that we would take seriously he wasn't a cheater he made that very clear he wasn't into the shenanigans and neither was I so (laughs) he right he moved in and then it was like okay we're making decent money Let's create a plan. I came across this document. It was like a spreadsheet, and it was like it wasn't five thousand. It was I think it was fifteen. It was like save fifteen thousand in a year, and I was like, how? Okay, so every week it broke down what you saved, right? You probably saw this because it went pretty viral back then. I don't even think viral was a thing in 2015 16 but it did and i came across it and we started saving so one week maybe save a hundred next week save 250 next week save 50 dollars 75 but it's how many weeks in a year 52 52 52 weeks in a year so 52 weeks after 52 weeks the total if you had saved everything would equate to the 15,000 and I put on that piece of paper this is you know our moving money we're gonna move and this is the savings in order to make that happen so we did that in a shoebox did we save it in a shoebox we took it back we took it back back way back but it was convenient he understood the assignment and guess what ladies the fact that he was so committed and he showed up every friday with that money i was like check so now we got two checks we got probably more than that because you fixed the fridge door and there was other stuff he was just (laughs) he was doing what he needed to do in the midst of learning each other like did we have obstacles and and things challenges we went through absolutely however the pros outweighed the cons and I was keeping note I was paying attention because like I said I wasn't even trying to date I was focused on moving in my career so I wanted to move you was down with it we're dating now we're living together and guess what he's gonna come down south with me you're gonna see why I want to move right I got grandparents down there I got brothers down there more greenery, more space, just a different type of life. Yep. So we went. And how did you feel about about visiting and, and that process when we were filling it out? Oh, it was great. Because that first year that we, I think we were dating, I think we did the train, plane, automobile uh, <laughs> saga with mommy. And uh-huh. uh, it was, you know, it was cool. And I think we came down, we went to Wilmington Christmas and the weather was beautiful beautiful the weather was like oh my goodness we walked on the beach December we were on the beach in December and we were thinking about moving out that way to Wilmington we realized that them houses out there just were a little bit too much <laughs> <laughs> but before we even 
decided to move. We were visiting, right? Yeah. We were filling the lay of the land. We were, you know, I yeah. wanted to him to meet my family because we're still dating at this point, right? Yeah. So this is a process. I do not want to make it seem like it was all roses and no. beautiful, right? Like yeah. we had challenges. We had right. arguments. We had difficult. We even, right, little yeah. fights. You said fights? Yeah, you, yeah, it wasn't fights. It was like, it was an argument. Arguments yeah. Serious fight. arguments. Yeah. We had to yeah. learn each other. And we took the time to learn each other. But here's the thing. In the midst of those challenges, learning each other, all of the above, right? No one strayed outside of the relationship. No, why? No one quit. No one, you know, I think we broke up for like a day, maybe. <laughs> one time. One time. And I called him. I was like, I miss you. He was like, I miss you too. And then we got back together. So that was that. Okay. Once again, ladies, it's okay to be the first one to call because guess what? You get to see where his mind is at. So if, if you call and he's like, oh no, I'm good. Not, or he don't answer, then you know, move on. But he answered and he admitted he missed me too. So we reconnected. Voila. Right. So. Yeah. Let's talk about the support thing, right? So, uh, the spousal support. Spousal support. Spousal Usually, support. those are terms people speak of when M they're getting money. divorced. Yeah. Right? You got to pay spousal support. But if you want to avoid that, you need to do so, some spousal support. support you need to spouse. support your spouse, right? And right. what? In career and everything. In personal endeavors and their career, you need to support that person and have their back. Yep. And that could lead to a beautiful union where you build a beautiful life together. It could happen, but it's about supporting one another. And that's what we did. How did we do it? Where did it start? Well, can I just say for starts, right? Like, okay, so we decided to move to North Carolina. His job allowed him to transfer. And he was like, well, if we're gonna move, I gotta transfer, I gotta put it in. And when it comes, I got 30 days to move. And that's what okay. he did. And then he got that notification and was like, I gotta go in 30 days. And I was like, <laughs> right? Like, I'm not gonna lie. It was, that was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. But we, we once we knew we were, we were moving, we started the process of getting boxes, you know, going to Home Depot, Lowe's, getting a hand truck, you know, making sure we had the truck set up and everything. And then we we had decluttered before then. And then we yeah. we packed up the house. We had stuff packed up in the living room already. We, yeah, because we had to sell, like, like, take into consideration, I own that co-op. So it wasn't like oh, you just move out. No, I had to sell it. We had to yeah. fix it up so that it could be sellable. We had to leave the house when there were showings. Like, it was a whole thing. But here's the thing. He supported my dream of moving. I supported the fact that he was going to transfer and have to leave immediately. I didn't have a job because I had a career in New York City, right? I was with city government. And at the end of the day, that's not transferable. You can't, unfortunately, I, if I could have, I would have, but I could not take my job with me. So I was moving with no, like nothing new. Nothing. Nothing. I had to start from scratch. Think about it. I had started with the city in 2002. Yeah, 2002. Had been with the city ever since. In 2016, I decided I had to walk away in order to start a new life. That was a very huge decision. And guess who supported me? And he wasn't even my spouse at that point. He was just, a, okay? But that's, these are the things we need to pay attention to, sis. Like, there's a, 
I think a couple of days ago, real quick. I don't know if you saw it, hon, but there was like a video of Tyler Perry. I think he was talking to Oprah. I think it was Oprah. Don't don't quote me. But anyway, basically he was saying that ladies should consider not just worrying about a man's riches. Like it's okay if your man is not making more than you. If you are the breadwinner, it's okay. It's not about that. Like it's about finding somebody whose moral compass is sound and aligned with yours, right? Because a lot of women's like, oh, you, I make this, you make that, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, he's not for me or he doesn't bring enough home and you miss out on amazing men. Mm-hmm. You miss out on the bigger picture. Okay, so. There's a lot of money, it's a lot of things that money can't, uh, that can't buy, money facts. can't bring you. Facts. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Facts, and that's what it was. So he was working on transferring his job. He supported this idea at the time. It was just an idea of us moving to a whole nother state with me basically unemployed. A little money in the bank, but basically unemployed. And he held me down. He did not waver. He did not fuss. It was like your faith was just as strong as mine. It is. Support. That's supporting somebody's dream and not being naive to it, but looking at how somebody moves, right? Like he saw how I moved. So he knew he could sign up for this, right? Yeah. I don't want to talk for you. Is, is that yeah. what, like, what made you say, okay, let's do this? Because we move by faith, not by sight. Facts. But what you about know? me? Like, Did you see in me that you knew you can move by faith? Because I knew you handled your business. Oh. You. Pay attention. You, you, pay, you, you, you handle your business in a way that, you know, I haven't seen in a long time. Or, you know, women or my woman, but people in general. And the way you handle your business, you cross your teeth, you dot your I's, and you, you uh, because of what you did in New York, you analyze yes. everything. Yes, definitely you know, an analyst. I broke it you, down. You analyze everything, you break it down. So once I saw that, I said, you know what? Things is gonna be okay, because when we packed up the house and put it in the truck <laughs> and moved down here, we didn't have anywhere, we, we didn't have anywhere to live. Right. And then what you did, you asked your grandparents? I did. So here's another thing on faith, because I wanted to support my future spouse. I asked my grandparents who did not know less from a hole in the wall, maybe had met him once or twice. I said, listen, we are trying to move to North Carolina. He has to start his job on this date. I have to finish working until I close on the house. So can he stay here? (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, yeah. Absolutely. And the reason I think I can't speak for them, but, you know, we've had conversations about it. Once again, they knew who I was and they knew I would not bring anybody to them. No riffraff. I don't know. It's it's kind of amazing because even though they know who I was, they could have been like, oh, absolutely not. Right. Right. They could have. But look at God. Look at God. They love me to pieces. Grandma was cooking (laughs) for him. If he was late, she would call me all the way in Brooklyn and be like. Uh, Les is not home yet. It's raining really hard. 
you, have you tried calling him? And I used to be like, yes, grandma, I called him. He's good. He, he'll be there soon. But she used to have a hot meal waiting for him, a nice country meal. And, you know, you paid yeah, your think, dues. I you you gave gained, him some I bread. I gained 20 pounds. <laughs> oh, you definitely gained some weight. I mean, we're talking about turkey necks, collard greens. Oh, my goodness. Right? Spaghetti. All the above, like all the above. yeah, it was dope. Fried chicken. <laughs> they grab, he go grandpa. Eat up, let's eat up. Eat I'm up, like, grandpa. Yeah. I can't eat all this. <laughs> I thought that was grandpa who used to be like eat up. Yeah, that up. was grandpa. Yeah, that was yeah, grandpa. Was grandpa, grandpa. He used to sit in this chair. He be sitting in this chair. Let's eat up, let's eat up. And so I'm he like, was well taken care of. Oh yeah. Thank and I was in New York, sweating and hustling, because <laughs> this was in the summertime. And I was hot. Oh, so we sold the co-op. I moved in with my mom. Shout out to mommy because she was like, come on, baby. Come on in. I know what you got going on and I got your back. So we had support not only from each other, but from our village. It really yeah. took a village. A not village. to only raise a child, but to live like this life that yeah. we were building. It's amazing. Like, it really is dope. So he moved in. I was still in New York. So here we go with a long distance relationship for like a few months. It was not even difficult. I'm not even gonna lie. It wasn't difficult for me. It wasn't difficult. I was going back and forth. We had not found a home yet, mind you. When you moved into grandma's house, there was no house. Yeah. <laughs> we were still looking. Yeah, because we look back, as a matter of fact, Remember Kiki? We picked up Kiki on our way coming oh, going yes. down to um, North Carolina. Who's Kiki? My daughter. Our, our daughter. daughter. My bonus but, baby. Uh, she's not a baby. What, she's a no, grown she's woman. not a baby. But what's so crazy is we when we left when we because um, mommy flew down when we drove when we came down to North Carolina, and this development was the first development that we looked into when yeah. we. When you we have a better looking, memory of this than yeah, I do. When we first when we first um, moved down here, I'm, so many we, houses. When we started looking at houses before we before we got with the realtor. This was the first development. Yeah. And look where we at. Right here. Right here. Look at God. I have to give yeah. it all up to God. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I always say, like I said in a live about manifestation. God will do his part, you but you got to do yours. You got to do, do yours. And us supporting one another created this life that we both really, really wanted. And support is underestimated. Like, I would rather be single than with somebody who doesn't have my back, that doesn't believe in my dreams, because they're bringing you down. You need to be with somebody who literally lifts you up and you could build a life with because they believe in your dreams. Even though they can't see it, they got faith, because faith is what? Something you can't see. You can't see. But so is fear. But you got to choose a side, and we always Take choose. Take a side. We always choose faith. We always choose faith. Yeah. So, can we get back to this divorce? <laughs> because let me tell y'all something. I don't want to make it seem like I was just cool with him being legally married. Because I was not. Look at me rolling my eyes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks. Let me, let me is it hot a, in here? Let me take a sip of water. <laughs> I literally was not happy with it. But I also had faith that he was going to handle it. Because I made it very clear what my expectation was. You need to handle that. And I didn't have to do a single solitary thing. He did it all because he wanted to. Once again, I supported him in, in handling his business by backing off and letting him handle it. I wasn't like, when you get a divorce, I had other things to worry about. 
my whole thing is either you want to handle it or not but you know me I ain't going to deal with it for long because if you are still married you can't marry me and I am marriage material so even though I <laughs> listen you can have standards but and, and express those standards but at the same time be understanding and supportive to somebody that you see is aligned with the life that you want mm -hmm. it's a balance it's not just black and white and I see a lot of conversations online like oh if he do this if he ain't got a car if he ain't got a house if he ain't doing this I'm not Stop being so closed-minded, sis. You are blocking your own blessings because part of your elevation is supporting the man that you pray for. It's supporting a man that comes along that he's not perfect, but neither are you. And you acknowledge not only his imperfections, but also his strengths. So support your spouse, your future spouse. Spousal support. That's what it's about. So... Here's the thing. I moved here, right? We, we, we found a house and we had a closing date. And guess what happens? I come down here one time. We close to moving. We, we are so close to the closing date. It's like real at this point. And I come down for a visit because I was coming back and forth. Don't get it twisted. I was in Brooklyn, but I also was coming to visit my man and also to handle business and to look for this house that we was going to buy. Right. And uh, one time I came to visit and he was like, the divorce is final. What are you talking about? First of all, that was so far from I had literally. I'm glad I can say it now. But. I was not thinking about that divorce. I'm not going to lie. I had too many things on my plate to be. And, and guess what? When you have a man that's about his business, you do not have to worry because he was keeping me in the loop on the process. Right. Because it was a process. It wasn't like overnight. It must have took you how many months? Not long. Not long, but a couple of months, a few months. And once it was done, it was done. And he let me know it was done. And I was shocked, flabbergasted. And guess what? That was just more confirmation that this was my man. My man, my man. Thank you to my man. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're far too kind. Right. <laughs> but this move, I don't know if you got the drift yet. This move was all about support of your partner of us of one another personally and professionally and then we moved into the house we closed august 26 2016 and we moved in and it was <laughs> we, that's another topic for another that's day another right topic. but we moved yeah. in and at some point i said at one time i promise you i think once maybe you can confirm 